Hello and welcome to A Toast Pop Culture. Where if you bring the lollies, we'll bring the pop. Indeed, we will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Lolly. Oh, Lolly, yeah, of course. Mentioned on last week's pod. Viva Second mention. La Radio. Mm-hmm. And the rest. Actually, shout out to Anna. Actually, you'll not find the find out the rest of her name until next week's episode. Do you get the joke? Remember the smash hits thing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you wiped that from memory. Oh, I absolutely didn't like it. I just didn't know. I forgot her first name, to be honest with you. I have a new era. Ooh, exciting. Um, I'm in my custody era. Uh, what? Don't tell me you don't like custard. I fucking hate custard. I adore custard. Uh, I adore custard. <laughs> is that French? I think. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what the French word for custard is, though, sadly. Um, so I can't bring you that one. But yeah, I'm just feeling so Vanessa Feltz. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, see the front of that magazine? It was like woman's own and it was like Vanessa Feltz, friends fear she's drinking custard again. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible, that. But I, I could I could glub on some. Glub? Oh, you think it's <laughs> so much worse? You know if you killed oh, somebody. Oh, she said creme anglaise. Is that what it is? Yeah. That actually sounds, lo- I was going to say lush, that's a bit over the top. It sounds a lot more attractive yeah. than custard. The word itself is disgusting. But it's so good. So I could be friends with you if you killed somebody, right? Mm-hmm. It depends who. But like, if it was like self-defense or whatever. But I couldn't be friends with you if you were drinking custard. But I drink custard. What do you, well I suppose you don't chill it, do you? Like, Vanessa, I'm on it. What do you have it with? Well, I do like it with a sponge. Right. You say you have it on your own. Do you have it on its own? If I want to. I'm so offended. It depends on the custard, no? Isn't custard just custard? You can get watery ones. Oh, it's even worse. But I would have to say gluten-y. gluten-y. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I just love the consistency, the taste, the school dinner of it all. I think that's why I hate it, you know. Right. Because it reminds us yeah, of school dinner. It is very school dinner. And just it's just not for me. I'd rather have a dry sponge than have any fucking custard on it. That's sad. The only time I accept custard is a caramel custard donut from Greg's. Right. Oh, they are good then. The only time I'll accept it. What would be your sponge of choice? <laughs> You'd have a cake. Any cake? Yeah. Well, I love a carrot cake. Oh, is that different? Yeah, no, that counts. A carrot cake. But I love all cake. This isn't hard for me. I just don't like chocolate cake. Right. Isn't that funny? I don't like, like fruity oh, I do. Black Forest Gatto type mm, no, deals. Neither. But I love a just basic Victoria sponge. Yeah. Or like like you said, school dinner is a little iced pink one. Mm-hmm. An iced pink one with custard. Peng. Nah, nah. So good. Hold the custard for me like. By the way, little pop culture reference when I said custard is just custard. I was thinking about, have you seen that Britney Spears clip? When they're like, what's your favourite kind of Pepsi? And she's like, what do you mean? Pepsi's Pepsi. <laughs> and then they go like, you mean like, they mean like diet Pepsi? And she just goes, just regular, just regular, just regular, just regular Pepsi. Like that. It's really weird. Have you not seen it? I think I have. It's in the back of my brain. But... She's like chewing on, chewing gum as well. Was well, she weird. doing a brand deal at the time for them or something? I believe so. Why would you not like prep that? But she's so offended by it. She's like, what do you mean? What kind of Pepsi's Pepsi? <laughs> just regular Pepsi. Anyway, custody were... Um, also, I got really once again another another tale from on the way here. I want to rant about this, and I'm definitely in the wrong. Okay. But I hate when you're on your way somewhere, and you're waiting across the road, 
And see, there's like three or four roads joining together. Do you get what I mean? It's a busy junction, but right. you're waiting across. And someone, if even if you stood right next to the button, they'll squeeze in to press the button because you haven't pressed the button. Oh my God, yes. Pisses me off. No, it does me as well. Like, I would get it if it was like, oh, just one road. We're going to mm. like, that'll actually stop traffic. doesn't do nothing. No, no. They're a scam. Some people, what do you think are scam buttons? Yeah. I was going to say, some people... Well, unless it's a little road. I'm with, or like, don't press the button because they're going to have to stop and it's COVID and all that shit. But I'm like, surely if I don't press the button, they won't know. Hmm. I don't know. And do you remember when it was a thing that if you twiddled the bottom bit, that it would <laughs> make it go quicker? There's so many, like, urban legends around these, like, pedestrian buttons. I know. But I'm just like, you know what? How much of a rush are you in that you need this yeah. traffic to stop right now? Like, at some point, you need to accept you're inferior. Yeah. And it'll stop for you at some time. But right now is not that time. Why are you pressing the button? It's, it it wouldn't annoy us if they just did it. It's when you stood next to it and they're in, and they've got the face on them and you're like, oh man. <laughs> I feel like it's always an old person though, don't you? It's a young person today. That's no, why it never. pissed me off more. Well, do you know that whenever I go anywhere and I have to cross the road with a big group of people, I'm always left behind because everyone just dashes across the road and I don't. I'm not a dasher. Well, I remember this actually because we were always far behind when we went to London, yeah. weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a dasher, but also like, I'd rather not get run over. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it depends what mood I'm in. Some days I'm just like, look, it's on you if you knock me over. True, so. but is it though? If that man's red and you cross over and they run you over, you might be at fault. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Little plot they've, they've done the damage. They've got the car. <laughs> they've done the damage. They've got the car. Okay. <laughs> let's hope you don't get ran over and also I've been sworn at so many times so like mm. the sheer embarrassment of that happening again just makes me think I'll just wait and sometimes I feel like the cars are looking at us like go on then you twat but I'm yeah. like I'm being extra cautious yeah well do you want to hear about myself <laughs> yeah, I don't have an era but I went out clubbing I love saying that because it makes sound 50 um, clubbing is a bit off isn't clubbing it? yeah what do people say now oh, I went clubbing out out that's worse, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, went clubbing in Newcastle. Um, and I went to Pop World, friend of the pod, Pop World. Not so much a Newcastle Pop World, no, though, for us, is yeah, it? No. But I did go, and you know what? Happy, because they had all this, this safety spiking. They had all this safety spiking stuff. And we were the only people asking for it, so we were given it by the bucket load. And it was like these little stickers that you could put on the top of your drinks that, like, act as a cup not a cup a lid but I thought it was really cool as well because not only was I dancing without fear of getting spiked it was also like whenever I dance my drink goes everywhere so mm-hmm. it was like supportive from doing that oh, that's nice um, but I was kind of annoyed as well though because we only found out because the bouncer had one of the this is hard to explain but one of the bits that you would put in a bottle to stop it from people from spiking me do you know what I mean right. like a little cork I guess and we were like, it was on the end of his radio, and we were like, what's that? And he told us. But if you didn't see him, you wouldn't know. I never mm. knew that Pop World did that. They should promote it. No. And they were keep giving us all of them, and I was thinking, well, Huns, save them. <laughs> <laughs> save them and save people. Yeah, literally. But I've got one in my bag, no, more than one in my bag, so I'm going to take them out yeah. the night out and just... Pop it on. Pop it on, I am Pop World. Lovely. I actually was a bit dark. It wasn't meant to be. It was yeah. funnier in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Just to know, guys, if you ever pop into Pop World. <laughs> yeah, you can keep your drink safe from spillages and spikes. Yeah. Public service announcement. This is a weird intro. Isn't like, it? What are we doing? 
I don't know. Drink- <laughs> we are drinking. We're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> e God, if this is anyone's first one. E God, no. One of my friends as well said that um, she was catching up on the episode, but it played on the most recent one. Mm-hmm. And even though I was okay with that, I was also like, oh no, I feel like you need to go back. <laughs> like, how, you don't know how we get and to that. And what was most recent at the time? At the time, it was Childhood Movies with Sam, which, although I think it's a very, very good episode, it also isn't very on brand. It's a bit different. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, go backwards. Yeah. Start from the top. That's what I would do. But not a lot of people do that. Mm. What one would you want people to listen to? What was our best work? For me personally, but I know that not a lot of people agree with this. It's gaming. It's gaming, yeah. But no one agrees with that. I loved our last one. I did. I also love people we've met. Who we've met as well. Yeah. God, look at us sucking our own asses on our own pod. This is so embarrassing. I think when we did that one, we were really good, you know. Like, podcasts should be afraid of our high quality. Oh, yes. (laughs) All the echoing's just amazing. And the washing machines. And the washing machines. And, 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 you know, when the audio messes up. Yeah. It's just, it's top tier. However, would you share with the listeners what we think our worst is, or do we keep that to ourselves? I've got an answer. Me too. But some people say, don't tell people your flaws because then they know them when they wouldn't have known them previously. You're not finding out, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> it's a secret. Let us know. Let us know what you think it is. And then we'll be fuming and we'll block you. And if you get it right... You can stay. You can stay and we'll let you know. Yeah. You've got to get it right to know. What do you think, though? Yeah, me too. It was just a bit dry, wasn't it? Well, it was the first one, which you can take out because yeah. then you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, what we're drinking? Um, so Cheryl is today's... We're drinking Cheryl. <laughs> is today's topic of conversation. So we're drinking her perfume. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, no, we thought cost Newcastle. Uh, we'll drink some Newcastle brown ale, and I was—I'm a bit scared because it's like—is this blasphemy? Am I supposed to be drinking Newcastle brown ale as someone from Sunderland? Oh my god! Is that I, a thing? I feel like it's a little offensive, but not the people of Newcastle to the people of Sunderland. Right. Like if you went home and just paraded around the bridges saying, "I've just had Newcastle brown ale," you'll get knocked out. Because I think people around here, around here, meet <laughs> uh, Newcastle brown ale their personality trait if they drink it. That's so true. However, I'm not technically from Newcastle either. Mm. But that's, that's the thing. I don't think many people from Shields do drink it. Do you know what I mean? But it is a proper thing for a certain crowd, isn't it? Yeah, pass the bottle. I want to read the back. Pass Please. <laughs> I love reading the bottles, don't you? Do you want to read it? Or is it even more offensive for you to read it? Go on, you do it. I'll pass it on. <laughs> so it says, and I'm not even joking, I'm not putting on an accent. This is what it actually says. Did ye na Newcastle Brown Ale is affectionately known as dog by those in the know. I'm going to see a man about a dog and I'm taking the dog for a walk. Tacking, sorry. Um, <laughs> often used by jolly men as an excuse for visiting their local to sample their beloved tipple. And then it says, I'm off to see. I don't understand why it says that. Anyway, what's hops, by the way? It says it's got hops in it and I don't understand what a hop is. You tell me. There's loads of things with <laughs> beer or ale or whatever where they talk about hops and I'm like... Where's it say it? Hops. Ingredients. Ale. Oh, I don't know. Water, melted barley, glucose syrup, barley, hops, hop extract. I do know I'm very scared to try this though. 
I don't Same. think I'm gonna like it. It's the, the first time ever I don't like this that it's a drink that we're not keen on. Isn't it? Yeah. It was the first time for everything. It's out of our comfort zone. It is. I'm gonna keep this bottle though, it's so pretty. Indeed. Let's have a drink then of a Newcastle Blue Nail. Huh? I'll do that after. <laughs> Alright, okay, we're going in. You can't clink a brown ale, can you? Of course you can. Go on then, let's do it. <laughs> Better. We could do our own clink sound effects with them, that was actually quite great. That good on that, wasn't it? Right, let's give it a go. Okay. Mm. That's fucking horrid. Okay. <laughs> I'll be drinking about two sips of that. That's right, can it? <laughs> Mm, I wish I was one of those people though that would drink it because I would think I was cool. I get why people do it. Yeah. But I'd be sitting there like throwing up in my own mouth. Do you know what I've never had and we should probably have it on the pod at some point? Guinness. I've never had a Guinness in my life. Neither have I and I think it'll be even worse. Me too, but then you get people who you would not expect to be Guinness fans. I I bet they're not really though. Do you reckon that, do you think they're putting it on? Yes. I think we should try Guinness. However, how can we? Because can't you only get Guinness from a bar? Like they don't sell it in a can, do they? Oh, do, oh, they do? They do, but it's, is it the same That's experience? the only thing we can do unless we go to a bar and run back to mine. <laughs> if we're finding... Ooh, we could record live from a bar. From a bar? Ooh. That's a shout. Not a no. It actually would be a shout as well. I mean, China, <laughs> do you love Cheryl? <laughs> you know we could rent one out? Rent? How posh are we? Right, an hour. Pay someone to make us a pint of Guinness. True. Sorted. To be honest, we'll just go Should to... Close the time? A, a dead bar and we'll be exactly. sound we wouldn't have exactly. to rent it out spot on oh my yes I ring it out yours no okay <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a Newcastle brownie <laughs> effects um, yeah speaking of people who pretend to like drinks <laughs> my dad okay mm. is a Newcastle brown ale drinker but what people need to know of the part is that my dad is not from Newcastle he's from Leicester right which I wouldn't say it's down south. I think it's literally like middle of the country. But to me and to us, it's down south in it. Mm. Like, they talk dead funny there. Yeah. But, yeah, and he lives in Leicester. But even in Leicester, he drinks in Newcastle right. for a meal. So do you think that's a bit of a pick-me-dad thing? Like, <laughs> do you think that, like, he's drinking brown ale going, like, and people go, oh, Tony, why are you drinking that? And he goes, you still live there. Do people actually say that though, do you reckon? I don't know. This is just a scenario <laughs> I've made up in my head though, where they go, Yeah, no, I get hey, yeah. Tony, you're from Leicester, what are you doing drinking that? If and they do, like, that's wrong. Well, I'll have you know I lived there for 20 years. I think it's so pick me. <laughs> don't you? It is a bit wrong. And like, does he like it? Let's be honest. Mm. But he also drinks it when he's up here as a well. A lot of dads do like that kind of stuff. Though, uh, don't they? My dad's not a huge drinker either, though. But then that makes sense because it's only four percent. Yeah. So he's not really the type to get it's a pint. It's only four percent. Aye. So it's said on the bottle. Then let 4. me make the question: What's the point? Coolness. <laughs> that is literally it. Oh, but it's not nice. <laughs> yeah, but if you're sitting there and like it's got a shiny label. It's not the worst thing I've drunk in the world. So I've drunk yeah. a lot better. What's the worst thing you drank? Desperados. Yes. Hate that. That's horrid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. As soon as you open it, it's like loads of people just farted and everyone lit a joint at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is weed life. That's fucking wrong. I can't believe I even had that thought process. <laughs> no, you're right though. You're right though. <laughs> also, I get really specific smells to you. Like yes. my my I've got great 
describe an ability to <laughs> describe how things smell. Like, I described Aldi the other day, just Aldi's in general. Because you know how you go in a supermarket and it has that nice supermarket smell? Yes. Like, all of them have a nice supermarket smell. Aldi don't bother. Nah, no, you're right. They just go, you know what, you get what you get. <laughs> and I said, it smells a bit like, <laughs> it's going to be long, a gardener's armpit. <laughs> That's like a bit like BO, but also a bit like soil. I get that though. That is so true. That's really upset as all because Aldi is my supermarket of choice. Oh, but it stinks. It puts me off. I don't think it smells bad. I just don't think it has the nice supermarket smell like you've just said. That's part of the journey. Yeah. I also don't have a fantastic sense of smell, you know. Do you? Right. Is yours like heightened? I think mine's pretty good, you know. Mm. Okay. It was pretty bad during my COVID era. Yeah, and speaking the of COVID. I've never had COVID, but that wasn't what I was going to say. I was just bragging. Um, have you, how many times have you had it? Just once. Fair enough. Um, speaking of COVID, it might sound pathetic, but I wouldn't dream of drinking Corona either. Yeah. Because it's cold Corona. Mm-hmm. I'd be like... Ugh. I've never had one. Me neither. I'm just not a beer drinker. It's not, my, it's not my field. Nah. When I was young, I used to drink Foster's, but that was because it was cheap. So I used to drink it like by the can when I was yeah. out in the parks. Um, and then I started drinking it as pints when I used to go clubbing but literally it was a cool thing and it was a cheap thing I absolutely fucking hated it yeah it was never for me I'm definitely a gin girl I like a wine I like a gin and sometimes I like a cocktail but I've gotten really sickened of them recently mm-hmm. have you? I just have to be in the mood for a cocktail so now and yeah. again type thing I think that's the thing I've been having them too frequently I'm not a frequent cocktailer no I don't think you should be and you used to be a Jack Daniels gal, didn't you? Well, not a gal, but... Yeah. And you stopped. Mm. But you know what? We should bring it back out for one of our episodes because I've never drank it. I have, and I like it, but I've never drank it frequently. So... You have to have it with Coke, though. Oh, but that's the thing. I don't drink alcohol with Coke. You have to have it with Coke. It's one of them. I don't like Coke anymore. And even when I did, I don't believe in mixing your alcohols with something that you would drink outside of being drunk. So you wouldn't drink lemonade on its own? Not really. No, I wouldn't either. Exactly. Yeah. And my sister was saying she went through a phase of drinking vodka and orange juice, which is nice. But then the next day when you're hungover, there's nothing better than orange juice. Yeah. You can't and have it. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure this is really boring for them. So <laughs> We literally had a books fizz two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Lol. But I don't mind a books fizz because as Not alcoholic so. as this might sound, I would drink that on yeah. the morning because that's what you do. And it's not the same, because it's not like vodka. Yeah. Which is like... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we're talking, you know. I know. I forgot we were on. Yeah, I forgot we're actually meant to be theming this. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Cheryl. And oh, there's so much to discuss. I'm getting bad at thinking about it. Oh, Lassie, I'm going to try not to fangirl too much. There are so many references, quotes, moments to get into. So much. Time to get into Cheryl. Woo! And she's your favourite person ever, right? Literally ever, I think, you know. There's a couple of people up there, like Jade from Metal Mix, Ariana Grande. I love a woman. Um, <laughs> but I do. I've never been that person that fangirls over, like, boys or boy bands. Yeah. I've always been, like, proper champion the lasses and the girl groups. My walls were adorned with pictures of girl groups when I was a kid. <laughs> Apart from my emo era, which we'll get into in another episode, that's when I started to think about lads a little bit more. Yeah. But I'm going off topic. Anyway, I absolutely adore Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Mind you, do you remember when 
Actually, I was going to say remember when, but this was when I was a teenager, so you would have been a little bit young. But if you ever went to a lad's house, any lad, every lad, sorry, had that one picture, that massive poster of Cheryl, when she was lying on her front in like pyjamas and she had a massive rose tattooed ass out. Every lad had it as the poster in her bedroom. And you'd be like, oh, oh. not another one. Yeah. <laughs> like, that tattoo. Yeah, no, I'd love to say it now. Is it there? I would doubt she would have got it removed. It was fucking massive. It was big. It started off smaller, then it just got bigger and bigger. But hey, I think that's okay because I've got this thing about tattoos. I don't judge people for tattoos, but personally, I love the ones that you only you can choose to show if you want to show. Like all of mine are hidden. Yeah. Like nobody knows I've got them unless I say I've got them. So yeah. I'm not a tattoo person personally. Are you gonna get one? Nah. I think you should. Just for the random era of it all. I don't like them. You can get a to- yeah, but just get it for a little ass and get it somewhere no one will ever see it. Like your ass or something. Yeah, I need. Get Cheryl's name tattooed on your ass. I'll get one of those off of candy sticks when you were seven and we had to put the hot water on and it would oh, yeah. tattoo on your arm for like half an hour. We should totally do that together. That would be so That's fun. That's my vibe. Fair enough. Not everyone's for tattoos. I do like them. I just like sort of small ones. Irrelevant though. It's nothing really to do with Cheryl. I mean, she is tattooed in the max, but... So Cheryl is someone who you love, mm-hmm. and I think I always liked, but I never tapped into how much I loved her until we spoke about her yeah. all the time. <laughs> Literally, I don't even know how it started. Oh, I do, I do. We figured this out, didn't we? It was when we did the quiz night, and we said a couple of Cheryl references to each other, and then it just became a thing. What were the ones we did? Right to right which to you right. didn't know, and then there was the one that you do from Greece, which I yeah. didn't know. Does anybody care? And then yeah, it just went from there. Oh, it's it's there's just something about her like she's so quotable, and you won't realize how quotable she is. Mm, That's so true. And um, long story short, everyone, we're going to see Cheryl in the theater (gasps) next month. I can't believe it. She better not not come. My thoughts are it's the last day. She's got to be there. Yeah, yeah. For the last one. And apparently, she's only dropped out that one time. Right. So. She might have just had a cold. To be honest, it was her son's birthday. I don't know if no, it was the same day, but maybe like she had a plan, do something with him. I don't know. But um, yeah, Cheryl and Tweedy slash Cole slash Fernando Cassini. A ghost story. Yeah. You see the trailer where she goes, "This is it. He's coming." <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, Which yeah. is very reminiscent of. If it was it again. If you're here, just tap the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. And did you see when she like, brought it up recently oh. in an interview? <laughs> and she was like, um, there's a part in the show that all my supporters just like, <laughs> no. Um, and it's like the perfect moment. And I was thinking, oh my God, there's going to be a part in the show where for her to say that quote would just be really applicable. Yeah. And then in the interview, she just went, if you're here, just tap the fucking table. And I was like, oh my God, Cheryl knows. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> I love that she kind of is aware, though, of her, of her own references. It's... Yeah. I wonder if she knows about all of them. She probably does. <laughs> I would love to, like, quiz her on them. Me too. <laughs> and just sit down and be like, do you know when you said this? Um, I know we we're going to talk about history, but I want to talk about references. Yeah, then. let's get into it then. There's just so many, and I want to reminisce. Okay. Um, so tell I... me your favourites, I'll tell you mine. Greece. Go on then. I just it. love it. Everything about that setup. 
So it's on the girls allowed reality TV show. They're in Greece for some reason, <laughs> and they were they all all the girls allowed went to the highest point in Greece. Um, I don't even know why, just for the crack. I think. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Cheryl just wasn't having it, nah. which is very me. It is you. Like you know when someone wants to do something, you're just like oh. <laughs> Like, I just, not, not right now, not right now. And she just loses it in the middle of the world. She's like, does anybody care? Does anybody care that we've got to the highest point in Greece? And she just proper goes off on one. But you know what? That whole episode's quotable, though, because then there's the bit that you love. The pooper scooper. Exactly. And then she keeps on going on and she's like, nobody got a poop and scoop rule around here. <laughs> and then she's, because so she's like, it smells of shit. <laughs> That's what it is. Actual shit. <laughs> And then there's a bit on the bus where she talks about the mouths being, what does she say again? You know, and she's like, nobody point their mouths towards us because everyone's breath stinks. <laughs> All the other members of Girls Aloud. Oh, I love it when she's off on one. Mm. They're generally the best ones. Same. Do you want to know my favourite quotes? Again, from a similar era, was the Ray Twat one. Shall I tell the story? Mm-hmm. When Amel is announced as the newest Sugar Babe member, and I think that's around the time that they do Walk This Way Together, and then our two sisters come to meet Cheryl, but Cheryl doesn't know there are two sisters. And she goes, are you the man to one of the sisters? And she goes, oh no, I'm a sister as well. Mm. How embarrassing. And then afterwards, she was like getting my makeup done and she goes, why, why did I say that? And then she goes, I felt like a right wet. <laughs> oh God, so funny. Um, but I also love the one that's like, <laughs> what's this to say again? Who looks like the dickhead? Not, Not you. you. When she's dressed from wardrobe and she's doing a TV. <laughs> and they, no, she's dressed in her own clothes and she's doing a TV and they're dressed from wardrobe and they're doing the radio. Tragic. <laughs> I, I would be fuming too, like. I don't even know what she's saying. It loses us every time. <laughs> Me neither. She just goes, and I'm dressed in my own clothes and I'm doing a TV. So who looks like the dickhead? Not you. And Nadine Coyle just doesn't give a fuck. I do reference that one quite a lot. You, you know. do? That one's, that one's in in the mix at the minute. Also in the mix with indie music. Indie music. We mentioned this one a we lot. We do, and I still don't know where it's from, do you? Just some random junket interview. Literally. Know, where she's like... I don't even know what she says. People don't normally think that I like it, but I do. <laughs> but just a bit before that. You do that. it better than me, though. <laughs> Not many people know this about me, but I like indie music. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people think that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also um, another favourite for me, which is quite an underground one, is when she meets Katie Price. It's an indie one. It's an indie one. And she goes, uh, something like, look at the legs on her, fucking cow. <laughs> <laughs> she does it with like a smirk and like an affectionate way, but it's still so And then funny. Katie Price did one back, like, Emily, attack. Oh my God, Yeah. <laughs> Hey God, Katie Price, we could do a fucking whole episode on her. I would. I would. I used to be obsessed with her. Mm. But that's a story for another day. But yes, Cheryl's packed with references. But shall we start from the beginning of Cheryl Ann Tweedy's life? Let's Not go. life. Career. Let's go. Speaking of life, though. Speaking of life stories. Yeah. Oh. There's a few from that one. There is actually. When she went on and spoke about her life. Oh, there's so many references. Because she does... Um, well, Pays asks her about, I want to say it's called my name, but can't be. And he says, did you film that in a wind tunnel? And she goes, a wind tunnel, <laughs> Pays. 
So if you ever say wind tunnel, which when would you ever? Anyway. You have to go wind tunnel. <laughs> wind tunnel. And then also, you know, after she talked about having malaria, she's like, and Ashley Cole and all of the everything, she goes at the end, I'm ready to get back to myself. <laughs> and everyone claps because she knows she was the people's princess. Oh, she really was. Wasn't and then she? when she had malaria on Sarah Cox, oh my she had malaria, which she was talking about, and Sarah yeah. Cox goes, you all right now with the malaria thing? And she goes, I'm finally getting back to me, Sen. And she goes, oh, but I've got to say, when you were on X Factor, you rocked that malaria look. That is so bad. Like atrocious. And she's like, oh, you got a hoodie in the middle of your little gorgeous. Little lippy on. It's so terrible. It's so funny. How did Cheryl feel about that? Well, she she went along with it, didn't she? Yeah. Where did you get it? I know that it was on a safari with Derek Huff. I can't say his name. I think it's... Oh, That's enough. The singer. Dancer. God, I don't have a fucking clue what's going on. The one she dances with in the parachute video. Right. She went on a safari with him and she got it. Because I always thought it was from Kilimanjaro, but it wasn't. Was it not? No, it was from a safari with Derek Hoff. You would know this, babe. You know what I'm going to say to you? If you'd read a fucking book. Oh, uh, don't even bring this book up. I'm like. bringing it up. I gave Tyler a book I feel like people already know because I feel like I bring it up every episode. Cheryl's 2012 May story. <laughs> and it's the best book ever written in the whole of the world. I believe that. And it, it's not even the best book ever written, let's be honest, but it's tea. So much tea. I believe that. Okay. Doesn't mean I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me... To record it in Cheryl's voice, like an audio book. Yes. And then you would listen yes, to it. Yes, I would listen. I would listen 100%. Do you really think I could keep up the voice for that long? <laughs> Shit, you win. I think you could just get into it, though. I might, you know, just with a crack. <laughs> anyway, should we take it back to the beginning? All of... the way back to the beginning. Well, we'll start in 2002. I was a spring chicken. You were one one which is absolutely bizarre that you lived in a world that's pretty much always had cheryl in it i'm actually quite jealous of that you never had to have those like how old was that 2002 like really young seven seven years seven years of no cheryl privileged anyway 2002 she auditions for pop stars arrivals she sings have you ever by s club seven in an audition and she is an okay singer she's not the best but she's stunning i think that's what helped her right and I remember as well, because I re-watched the audition clip, and like, they say to her, like, are you sure you're ready for this? Like, it's going to be really, like, intense. And she goes, I know, I know, I know. Like, that. I'm ready, I know. <laughs> anyway, she gets in the band. I don't remember a lot of pop stars' arrivals, mind, because I was so young. But I do remember the last bit. Not about Cheryl, but, like, where they didn't. Javine didn't make Ooh, it. picture rain. Bit do of a slag, picture <laughs> Never heard of her. Do you think you should have picked your vein? Well, she's a bit of a slag, but... <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't actually think Javine's a slag. Well... Yeah, where's she now? No idea, but that one song she had <laughs> was Arit. Is that in War Girl Stop? Because it should be. Maybe. I think it is, you know. What did she do again? Alicia Dixon's husband. Alicia Dixon's... Husband. Husband. Or boyfriend. Harvey from Soul Solid Crew. Harvey from Soul Solid Crew. And Jamelia was asked to comment. Yeah, but why did you really say that? Which your friends do you think? Wait, I don't know. Or do you think she just loves like the gossip? Bit of a slag though. Terrible. Anyway, um, yeah. So what was I gonna say? Where was I? Javine. I do think Javine should have been picked. I mean, yeah. rest in peace, Sarah Harden. Loved her, but 
I don't know what just would have made more sense if but Sarah been shouldn't band. have been the last one picked oh we've had this discussion we don't think Kimberly deserves to be the band Kimberly Walsh should have been there like you're right you know cause what is she bringing to the table no note, offense note because it's kind of like the Spice Girls in a way where they all have that like own personalities yeah. and style like Nicola's the Scouse one that's all like ditzy Nadine's like the best singer she's like the slag one yeah <laughs> y'all be the slag one Cheryl's the like Geordie that everyone fancies Dude, this is really awful I hope people know what references I know she's a bit of a slag <laughs> We have no... Well, we do. We have that story. Well, exactly. That's the only thing I know about that, her. We have no evidence that Javine is a bit of a slag, though. But then Sarah is a wild child. Kimberly Walsh is the most boring person to ever exist. She probably is lovely, right? But I'm just not That's bothered. That's not enough. I'm not bothered about a voice, either. I never was. Javine could have added another dimension to the group. She would have. But then again, like we can't rewrite history. Like Who knows what would have happened? Very one true. true voice could have got that number one, and God knows... Whoever they are. Because <laughs> do you remember that was the format? That was It was weird because it wasn't like girls and I won the competition. Yeah. It was like a boy band and a girl group and the way to win was to get the number one. And fuck me, did they go hard with Sound of the Underground. One True Voice was a question on Popmaster a few no. weeks ago. Oh yeah, I remember. I swagged it. Me too. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know what swagged means. Just did it well. Did it well. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Just making sure I got that context right. I shouldn't have said it at the beginning. <laughs> Shame on you. It's not 2012. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Please don't. Do you remember when Justin Bieber used to say it all the time? Mm-hmm. Swaggy and that. Swag, swag, swag Ugh, on you. Horrible. Swag in bed by the fire while we eat fondue. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was Boyfriend, wasn't mm. it? That song. I loved it though. Anyway, we've never seen Swag again. <laughs> yeah, one true voice. Who the fuck are they? But we agree with girls allowed music, don't we? Because we're not spending too much time on them, but we don't like the cheesy pop hits like Long Hot Summer. What's the other one we don't like? Something about speaking French, can't speak French. Can't speak French. I don't even like Call the Shots. Yeah, I could bin that one off. But I love, as do you, No Good Advice, Wake Me Up. Do you remember Wake Me Mm -hmm. Up? All the gritty ones. Because people think back on girls allowed and they're like, oh, they just didn't enough but they actually did they did you know what biology is probably one of their best songs but even that is just too poppy and like i can tap into biology i can too but it's just not gritty enough have you heard that christmas song by the way mm, yes very good i love it i don't know it though very well i think it's called please santa or something like not tonight it's quite sexual but <laughs> quite slaggy though quite slaggy though <laughs> well where was Jermaine then he would eat stuff and you know what as well, right, in her book, I know I'm going a bit, um, jumping ahead of it, but she talks in detail about how she'd already been cheated on by Ashley but forgiven him when the whole Jabeen and Alicia Dixon thing happened. And Alicia Dixon found out while in Kilimanjaro with Cheryl. So she talks about in detail how like she got through it and was probably telling that to forgive him because that's what she did. But Alicia Dixon was clearly a bit more of a stronger person. Wow. But then I remember telling someone that and they were like, that's a bit shitty though. Mm-hmm. Telling like your fans it's a private moment between you and Alicia Dixon when would you say it was peak Cheryl time 2009 and 10 exactly. do you agree 100% because you know what Girls Aloud were iconic but I don't think Cheryl was necessarily mm-hmm. it was more as a group but when once she branched out and became an X Factor judge but X Factor was the start of it I still remember yeah. that promo when they were like it's Cheryl she's on and she's wearing that like yellow top 
and it's her and find the X on her first day and like Cheryl's joining X Factor. Have you seen that picture in the book that way? I just love it. Iconic. We'll also have another Cheryl book, by the way, guys. It's called Through May A's. I love to see them in there. Um, <laughs> boys. But it's just pictures, but I'm sure I've seen that picture. Never be in there, 100%. Aye. So, yes, yeah, so after Girls Aloud, they went on for a while though. The promise is also a tune. Indeed. Um, not loved by everyone, but certainly loved by me. Loved by me too. And another thing about Girls Aloud as well, and we will stop talking about them because this is not a Girls Aloud episode. Outfits for every music video, I love them all. And that's why I'm a music video gal, to be honest. So. Let's do some more references. I love the references. Do you remember also, though, from the Girls Aloud one? It might have even been the same episode, the next one, when she wakes up with the most rotten hangover. Rings she goes up like, spew up me trouser. You know, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> I've just found it on here. You watch it? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the pubs are trying to get one. Like. Oh, yeah. I also remember the one where she's with uh, Ashley Cole at the fashion show and then he's wearing like a fluffy jumper and it gets all over our blazer and she's like Ashley I'm gonna kill you <laughs> we watched that one yeah. we watched it recently didn't we we didn't even watch the clip watch the whole show oh there's just so many when she did L'Oreal and she was in a oh week limp lifeless and then there's also god so many from X Factor X Factor is countless yeah let's ping pong let's do some well of course as you are right at main street. street you are on fire today <laughs> you know what i actually can't think of that many now that i've said it no you know more i do but like this is when she talks to ariel and she's like you obviously oh like my god sing along and she goes no <laughs> i do quite agree like no no <laughs> Also, so um, many from that X Factor judges' houses as well. Oh, of course, of course. I talked to Katie Wilson. She goes, "I gotta be honest. Something that I think people might find a little bit annoying." So my favorite Cheryl quote is one of them. Anyways, is it comes a point in your life that actually I can't pop to the shop for a pint of milk in my pajamas, even if I wanted to. <laughs> I definitely mix that up, but it's so dramatic. It's it's dramatic, but I love it for her. I know. And I love it. I love it for me. Like I want to be able to say that at some point in my life. <laughs> Same, because I definitely do pop the shop for a pint of milk in my pajamas. But now day you're not gonna be able to. Well, I definitely can't be going out in them ugly shoes that were worn earlier when I went to the shop. Imagine if you got spotted by this now. <laughs> and I'd be like, How actually, I can't pop the cooler for a bit in my ugly shoes, even if I wanted to. <laughs> I love my shoes, they're comfortable, right? <laughs> I'm just sure we did, we've definitely missed some off of X Factor, like. Well, when she fucking. Tra- we've already spoke about this in the X Factor pod, though, I was going to say when she challenged Wagner, but like. We've done a podcast on it, Tyler. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want to move on. Move on. It's such an iconic time. We'll come back to you. Everything about her on X Factor was just the one. It was. That that's was, a big span of time. Well, as well. to be honest. Now that we've moved on from Girls Aloud, we can get into X Factor because that's the right time period. And I want to say, Cheryl on X Factor was peak X Factor. It was. I was obsessed it with was. her. Do you remember when she, it was like on the first year that she was on it and she wouldn't judge them on because they were on Pop Stars Arrivals with her? Mm. Imagine that. How awkward. And I think 
if it was a good series, she was on it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's necessarily since she was the reason why. I do. I do think that. You think so? I do, and I'll tell you for why. Because I don't technically like 2014 X Factor, but because it was Cheryl's big return, it was kind of good. Yeah. And there's a good moments from, from from her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When she came back, by the way, that return, that... Were you as excited as I was? <laughs> yeah, was how long was it away? Was it three years? Well, four, I think, because she left in 2010. Yeah, and she, and she came back, back in 2014. Wow. It's technically three, but like, it felt like a massive gap. Yeah. And I was like, I felt pained at the loss of Cheryl, but not just the loss of Cheryl, like the loss of Simon. So I was going to say Louis Walsh, but he never left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when they came back, I didn't really care for Mel B, but... When they came back, it was that like... That was a good year. It was a really good year. That was, was a good, good year. felt like everything's back together again. It just felt like... It felt like back to basics, didn't yeah. it? And Melby was fine. She wasn't that bad. She's better than Danny Minogue, because you know how I feel about her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's <laughs> Shemenda Collins. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. I do. I also remember, like, somebody came and gave Cheryl on 2014 series, like, a rose or something, and then Melby was like, what am I, a chopped liver? <laughs> <laughs> we, meh, kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so savage when Cheryl's on the panel you are <laughs> no I do actually love Melby I do kind of I'm ish I like her I like her I think no I do I, do. I like her I, do. Yeah. I just find her a bit scary scary oh, spice well. <laughs> tee she got her brand right <laughs> anywho so yeah she was on X back then that was peak loved our Joe McKeldry yeah, you loved them together, didn't you? I did, because they just seemed dead cute. Like, it didn't seem like fake or anything. Do you think them, you know, Cheryl being his mentor got him the win? Yes and no. Because you know how I feel about John McCaldry, and you know that I think he deserved to win. However, I do think it did help, because, like, their little partnership was just cute. Even, like, when he picked her up, I think, when he won. And she, he's tiny, and he lifted her. I mean, she's tiny as well, but it was just adorable, yeah. wasn't it? Put her right in the northeast. A moment in time. No, that's Leona Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was such a crack. <laughs> but Cheryl's solo stuff, can we get a discography up or something? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a look at what she had going on. I mean, I feel like I can do it from memory like babe. Nine leaves. What? <laughs> that's not a Cheryl song, is it? I've never said on that. Oh, how... Th- <laughs> she doesn't sing it like that, to be fair. Sacrilege. She does not sing it like that. What does sacrilege mean? it all the time and I don't know what it means what you meant it to me like atrocious like e blasphemy oh well that's fair enough then at least I'm saying it in the right context uh, Cheryl do you know she's going to be 40 this year I think once you reach 45 you start to be tragic like everyone does it no matter who you are where you're from once you reach 45 <laughs> watch out <laughs> Watch what you're saying. Watch what you're doing, because you in might the be world, tragic. Or in the real world. In as the well. celebrity world, but in, right. the, in the real world as well. Oh no! I don't want to be tragic after forty-five. <laughs> you don't have to be, but you have to be hyper aware that you probably are coming across quite tragic. There's some forty-five over forty-five-year-old listeners that are going to find that very offensive, Taylor. I know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> My mum being one of them. <laughs> But it's not that you are. It's just you've got to be conscious of I know what potentially you mean. being. Didn't you use pink as reference yeah. earlier? Yeah. But the thing is... Pink... Like she's hanging on by a thread, literally, when she performs. Well, do, you... 
But <laughs> <laughs> do you not think Pink was always tragic as I do? Yeah, actually. So she's not a good she person. She was, yeah. And I just lost my husband. <laughs> Mary Vaughan. I can't stand Pink. I can't stand this. Um, <laughs> what's that up again? I've got that Brenda. on you. Brenda. Oh, for God's sake, not another. Oh, yeah. Oh, honestly, I can't stand this. <laughs> Do you know what I can't stand at the minute? Hashtag relevant content, but it won't be when you hear this. Uh, Boris Johnson's. Oh, yeah. I'm over it, guys. Oh, it I happened. Gave, I gave a fuck. I gave up giving a fuck years ago. I hate him for it, and I, 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 but I don't care anymore. Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fickle. I move with the times, and this yeah, isn't the and times. Yeah, and we still don't like him. Yeah, but I don't want to hear about. it I don't want to hear about it because we know the crack. Yeah, over it. Would you like to talk about Cheryl's discography in her accent? Well, I would love to do her albums in her accent. Go on. Three words. Messy little raindrops. Million lights. Only human. Only human doesn't really work though, does it? No, a million lates. Yeah. <laughs> or messy little raindrops. <laughs> the two best ones. <laughs> Remember when that album type came out and everyone ripped it to shreds? Did they? Oh, they did like, they were like, what's going on here? She hasn't had that many, you know. And you know what? As much of a lover of Cheryl I am, <laughs> well, I am, um, <laughs> <laughs> I rate her more as a personality than a singer. Right. So oh, we're saying this. I love her hits. There's only a couple of album songs that you know how I love an album song. Yeah. There's only a couple that I'm really bothered on. Right. I'm not saying she's a bad singer. I just prefer her as a person. I think this discography though, I know it. I know it. And yeah, I like it. Yeah. There's one song I'm like, ooh, what's the flood? The flood. Should that have happened as a single? It's good, but I remember I didn't get enough recognition and yeah. I only discovered it about two years ago. But look at that, and, and do you know what? I don't like three words. I miss on it like. But other than that, Fight for This Love, Cheer. perfect debut. Yeah. Parachute, banger. Banger. I always thought Promise This was before Parachute, you know. You know what? So did I. Pa- Promise This is the bee's knees. You think this. But I just can't get away with the alouette, alouette. That's the best part. <laughs> Are you serious? Do you never just sit and go, alouette, 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 like, so, I st- do. Stop about to that. <laughs> but Banger. not enjoyably. Um, under the sun, though, that does not get enough recognition. It doesn't. Isn't it a tune? I, I love it too. Really great Are one. Are we on the same page? And then Crazy Stupid Love. Didn't Ooh. that come on something? And we were like, eee. Because we'd just been talking about it. Eee, what was like that? Like a quiz or something. Yeah, it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> now, I this for me... Whistle. I like the way you blow the whistle. <laughs> I like the way you go bang, 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 bang. Does he actually say that? I don't know, but Tiny Tempter, that was not your best work. What was Tiny Tempter's best work? Pass Out. Oh, yeah. Miami to Wonderman with Ellie Golden. Oh, come on, that was shit. Oh, come on. That was shit. I used to have a big, it was actually my brother, I was a big t-shirt with Tiny Tempers full face on it. Mm. What the fuck was that? You know why I don't speak to Tiny Tempers now? <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with Tiny Tempers, but I'd love to discuss his discography because he's the most hit and miss person going. He was very peak he either, he either put out the best song you've ever heard or yeah. like just a massive miss and you'd go, what are we doing here? Not even Arsenal written in the stars. No. Not for me, hun. 
It was, it was of its time. Frisky was good. Frisky was very good. Um, my friend had a tiny tattoo my tattoo that said Frisky above his PP. He fell off though, didn't he? Yeah, Patrick. He definitely fell off. Because he had like Girls Light with Zara Larson, which was kind of recent, but it probably actually wasn't in the grand scheme of things. But then he did a couple afterwards and it was like, ooh, do you remember the one with Tanashi? Texting my ex. Oh, I like that one. That's a leaf from I got a text from your ex boy. Uh, and then. And then what the fuck are all these? Never heard of them. Went. That was it. That did it in. Not letting go, I liked. I don't know it. What does it go like? You've got something I can't do, do. You make my heart. Oh, I didn't even know Tiny Tempo was in that song. Love that That's because I'm against Jess Glynn for many reasons. Yeah, but that, Jess Glynn does it on that one. She's coming out with new music soon, you know. Good just, a, just a warning. <laughs> Uh, this is the broadcast message for a warning. Have you ever seen that? I think so. The no. Liverpoolian one goes to take like off TikTok. He goes, I think his name's David or something. I don't know if I have. He actually. goes to get his phone fixed and they don't fix his phone and he's like, Robin bastards. <laughs> never seen it's that. The broadcast message for a warning. I've never seen that. Well, <laughs> I know they're saying about Tiny Temper, but it's got to be Miami to Ibiza for me. She oh, said she likes that one. But that's you know, here's a Swedish chess match, isn't it? Yeah. Versus Tiny Temper. This if you've got is... to get the credits correct, actually, <laughs> it's versus. Well, back to Shares. The Flood really flopped, but every other song here. Actually, I don't even remember one of them. I think in. The Flood flopped because they came out around the tape that did The Flood. And everyone remembers, <laughs> oh no, we all understood, we were holy like <laughs> <laughs> It was like Children's Choir. I actually don't think I do remember it at all. You've literally just sang word for word. Why do I think it was sung in like Because it voice? was. Was it? Oh, oh, no. That's how I would have We are holding back the flood. <laughs> However, that did not come out in 2011. I did. I think it came out in 2009. Nah. <laughs> it was the same time as Cheryl's The Flood. Take that. And I'm sorry, take that swamped. They won that battle. They flooded it. Now they did it on X Factor 2010. It was a year before. Who wrote the flood? No, no, it wasn't. Oh, it was just. Why does it say who wrote the flood and then just shows us all the members that take that? We were the composers. Why does Howard sing Never Forget? What the fuck are they talking about? Oh, that's actually pretty interesting. What was it? I don't know, but the reason people are asking is because apparently Howard, who barely sings, sings lead vocals in it. Where Gary Barlow and Robbie Williams normally do or Mark Owen. Mm-hmm. But nobody cares about Howard or Jason. Mm. But never get, forget which is one of their bigger songs he sings. Do you know when Jason Orange left, I was like, fair deal. Like, <laughs> no one talks about you, darling. Like, he may as well just cut it. I know. Who would you? Shag. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you bin off if you had it? I, they're all a bit bland, oh, aren't they? Oh, I thought you were going to say Shag. I'm really upset that wasn't the answer. Well, uh, you can give me that answer. All of them. Right. Apart from Gary Barlow. Right. And I would bin off Gary Barlow because I know he's the main one. I just can't stand him. He does have a rotten aura. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you bin off? Oh, all of them? No. No, I didn't. Howard Donald is lovely. <laughs> That's why I thought that we looked at Howard. I was like, I can't say that to you. Um, I haven't got the heart. Um... Oh, Mark Owen looks like a bit of a knob these days. Oh, he does. <laughs> what is <laughs> What is <does? laughs> I'm listening to some of his new music and I want to come on. On his own? Uh, Cole's, Cole's on radio too. It's not cutting it. 
You know what I really like? Do you remember when he did Shine? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh come why, on. Is, why is he taking over? No, well, my favourite take that song's on Mark Owen led one. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I liked him. <laughs> not a lot of people do. Musically, not a fan. He was gorgeous when he was younger, though. He's tiny, though. I can't say anything about short people. Um, Mark Owen, one more thing I'll say about him. Yeah, I've already forgotten. <laughs> what was I going to say about Mark Owen? Why are you staring Fitting. at pictures of... <laughs> Take that. This is meant to be a shower episode. What's going on? So, come I'm closing on. the tab. Oh, I'm doing it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That one song, Greatest... Day. These days. Yeah. When it was just three of them. Mm-hmm. It was actually very good. Behave in a dream. Yeah. In a bit, in a bit, in a bit, in a Do you know what it was, actually? <laughs> Oh, I just you know what? I want to do a podcast where we look into people's discographies and go, that was a win, that was yeah. a loss. And we would stare at pictures of them and slag them off and <laughs> which ones I'd shag. There's clearly magic in that. Who would you shag? Never said. I did. I said all we of said them all apart of them, from Gary Barlow. Ah. Not the point. No, not the point. <laughs> anyway, just like Cheryl's track who we're going to talk about next. I don't care. Yeah. Oh my God. We love this song. <laughs> we do. We love it. We love, love the video more. We love the video more. And do you want to tell the listeners why? Well, in, in general, it's just a moment. But there's a part towards the final chorus where she goes, she lip syncs this in the music video, she goes, zero fucks given. <laughs> and she does the, she does the sign as well. Yeah. She says, zero yeah. fucks given. And I just love it because I think that was when she just got married again. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, Ed Zian's care. <laughs> no, you know I love mean? it. No, no, I just said, don't care no more. Nah. Fuck it. And the bit shows us that thing with the hands as well. This is not a video pod, but. Do you know what's that? I couldn't believe that that got number one. I can. can it was you? all from me. <laughs> it just didn't go anywhere, like. I know, I feel like it's not really referenced today, is it? Like, no one spoke about it at the time. Like, how did people find out about it? See, I feel like I lived in the world where it was. Hidden gem. <laughs> no, That's I feel like... I managed to get the number one. It was because... I don't know why, but Cheryl's 2014 era holds a good place in my heart. But what was around in that time, 2014? Music-wise. That, when you're leaving a dream. <laughs> that, that was, was that not the same year. Head, Ed Sheeran, not. it was. Thinking out loud, Ed Sheeran. That's that, not the same time. It was. Are you serious? Yes. Ooh. So how did she bag a number one during all that? Because she returned... But she returned with Chris Stewart Love. And I'm sure that did well as well. I got number did. one as well. And I don't think that's, I'm surprised that did too. It's, everyone loves She's the, the people's princess. She is. She could literally serve up garbage. Actually, I was going to say we'd all love it, but I'm just looking at let you at number 57. <laughs> <laughs> well, something shifted when she came back in 2018. And I don't know what even is the word. I don't know, right, but I'm against this. I'm against the public for this, for allowing this to happen. What would you use to describe the word of when Love Made Me Do came out? She. I don't know what you're talking about. Birthed. <laughs> what? She unleashed against all of our wills the song Love Made Me Do It. Why are you saying against all of our wills? I loved it then and I love it now. <laughs> it was never an ironic love. I remember absolutely you didn't like it? Slagging this off. Well. But I found it iconic at the same time. Well, actually, I do remember everyone hating it. <laughs> they did. And I was the only one going oh, at did. parties. Put Cheryl Love made me do it on. And one of my friends said it sounded like a rip-off of High Hopes. And I don't know where they got that from because it sounds for all like it. I'd say what they're saying. What? 
in the pre-chorus a bit. What's a pre-chorus? Like the every fucker. <laughs> oh yeah. I wouldn't say it's a rip-off. Nah. I can hear the similarity. And then I think Let You is even better. But I have a personal reason as to why I love Let You so much. It's not actually personal, but it's not because the song's so good, which it is. It's because I right, I shouldn't say that I hate people, right? But I think that every listener and every person in the world will agree with this, so I'm gonna say it. I hate Liam Payne. Yeah. With a burning passion. Yeah. And I hated the fact that he got with my girl Cheryl, right? right. And was had a baby with her and everything. And like I'm, I hope they were happy at the time, but whatever. So Let You was released and the lyrics are like, we only got like this because I let you, babe. It's like, because I think after the split up, he forgot who he was. Yeah. He's like, you only got with Cheryl because she let you. Because if she didn't, you wouldn't have a fucking chance, babe. Do you know what I mean? I feel so very just, passionate about you this. You feel that the lyrics were a moment. They were definitely about Liam. Yeah. And I think, yeah. That song just reminds me of when I went on my Holly Bobs and it was on all that for some reason. <laughs> Where did you go? Greece. <laughs> you Greece. got the highest point in Greece. I was at the highest point in Greece, and I had Cheryl let you echoing around the city, and I was like, "I'm home." <laughs> Does anybody care that let you is on? But I was on, and I was like, "Oh, good for her getting a 57 hit." Well, where did it peak in Greece? Is it on the it's list? Not on the list. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> 73 in Ireland. Got number 12 in wherever that Scotland. is. Scotland. All right. So it didn't, didn't really break the borders then, did it? God, Love Made Me 2. Lo- love Made Me 2. <laughs> love Made Me Do It. Got to number two in Scotland. Well, I know where we need to I was going to say, I'm fucking moving. <laughs> eh, well, I never. But look how she used to be like Mrs. Worldwide. Like, <laughs> she, she used to chart everywhere. And I'm really sad we didn't get an album from Love Made Me Do It and Let You. And she said there was an album. Do you believe it? <laughs> she said there was an album, but was it not like she was saying, oh, I'm going to release an album, but was she? She said she's got an album all ready to go, and if the two lead singles from the album don't do well, exactly. she's not going to release it. Do you not think she knew they were going to be shit? But why would she? Because the word. <laughs> the word? <laughs> I'm not just saying this, Love Tyler. Love do it, however. But it's hilarious. I think As, I would love that album. And you know, if you've never had our playlist episode, we did a version of Love Made Me Do It where we changed the end of every line to fucker. And I, just the legacy that Love Made Me Do It has for us That's makes what it I the mean. best song ever. So even though I don't like it, ironically, I genuinely like it, I do think the fuck of it's funny, right? It was all completely ironic and now it's starting to become a tiny, Do you think I've brainwashed myself? Maybe it. I didn't like it. Oh my god, who knows? But we love it now, so it's fine. But that's what I mean. That whole album probably would have been painting, don't you think? No? Okay. I would listen to it. It would be great to have it. <laughs> hey. If someone's with Cheryl's Google Drive, <laughs> do us a favour. Give us it. Leak it. Should we ask her if we'll see her at the stage door? Mm-hmm. We want the album, babe. Just a little present, please. <laughs> Send us the wee transfer. Send it nowhere now. <laughs> and then she'll have got um, some of our features, which wasn't a thing. I don't know what's going on here. Mm. What the hell are these songs? Screw you, featuring Wretch 32. 3 2, like, but alright. What? Wretch 3 2. Really? I would say. I've never known that. I've called them Wretch 32 forever. It's alright. No, he doesn't come up in conversation with <laughs> other. Wretch 3 2's discography, can we not? Does he have any? He had good ones, eh? Can I tell you that I hate the song 
Don't go. <laughs> Do kind of love it. I know in donkeys. It came out when me and my boyfriend split up, and what? I used to. Cry. <laughs> that got a number one as well. Please stay. It was a tune. With me. You are the only thing. Where is it like? Discography. Well, if it's three, two, why are the three and the two so close together? One of his albums was called Retrospective. That's a very good name. That's cool. That's that a like. very good name. Where do we get the songs like? Oh, yeah. I don't even know these unorthodox. You know, you know Tractor. I don't. You do. I don't. Happy people like a tractor. Never heard it. I was, wasn't a rich, that was his song? I wasn't a rich 32 person. Ah. Clearly, because I don't know how to say his fucking name. He didn't have that many, actually, did he? Nah. He did one with Ed Sheeran. Don't remember it. Wow. And I, I did like unorthodox. We call our own shots. We don't follow the crowd. But that's because I like the example. Mm-hmm. Not rich 32 or 32. Well, we're not going down an example right. one more. There's no to do with anyone. Oh, I know. But we we could do that, you know, like Artist yes, Association. Like, <gasps> start with that one. Else. Let's go here. I've lost Cheryl, but it's okay because... That's our next episode. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I would actually love that. Love. So, yes, Cheryl. She was, But the thing is, as well, she's always been iconic. Like, even her interviews from this time were great. There's, a, there's a one I always quote, and you don't know it, from when she went on Nick Grimshaw's show. Mm. And it was like, finish the lyric, and Nick Grimshaw's like, we're going to take you back to 2002, when it all started. And she goes, Sound of the Underground. And he goes, no. And she goes, please, no way. <laughs> I do know that one. He shows it all the time. <laughs> so if it's ever like a no from someone, but you don't want to take it, you just have to go, no, please, way. <laughs> <laughs> do you know which other one I love, talking about like interviews? The one when Chris Stark pretends to be a fan. Super fan Steve. Yeah, that is hilarious. <laughs> and um, the one where she's on Graham Norton and she's with Michael B. Jordan. I'm sure I've talked about this before yeah. you don't know what I'm talking about. Do you remember it or not? I think we watched it on Cheryl T. Moore. Yes. It's our favourite TikTok We did. We actually out. put it on the telly, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? So watched them all. Um, so Michael B. Jordan's first look and anyone would be stupid not to find him absolutely gorgeous. And then she's sitting next to him on the Graham Norton show and she's talking about how times have changed since she's last released music. Because <laughs> she's like, well, it's 2018 now, blah, blah, blah. And then he just goes like, what does he even say? Time flies. And then she goes, yeah, it does. And then as soon as he turns his head, she like looks at the crowd like, oh my God, he just talked to us. <laughs> and then he looks back at her and she's like, nothing, nothing. But they would have made a lovely couple. I could see them too. Couldn't you? You could. We need to go on a wiki though, see if we've... We need to... Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to sweep up any crumbs, any any bits that we've maybe might have missed out about Cheryl that were notable, Well, we've only just gotten to the end of our most recent career. Oh, that's it, the winner. I remember you saying you didn't know if she did a perfume. Did we ever figure that one out? I think we did, but I really don't remember it. What was it called? She opened for the Black Eyed Peas. That's cool. And she had a show called Cheryl Calls Night In. I remember this. This was peak her and R. That was like mint telly. It's, it, it's, the thing is as well, it's not like Cheryl Calls, like chat show. It's like when they do like Adele at the BBC. Yeah, like it was. She it was, was special. I wish she still was though. I know she kind of is, but like I wish she was still just popping on the telly all With the time. With some of her favourite performers, yeah. Alexandra Burke, Rihanna, Will Young and oh. Snow Patrol. And, and Will, I Will I Am. Of course. Why does Will I Am not have a Wikipedia page? Will I Am is always on. Do you, uh, don't you love when you click Will, you put Will I Am in and it takes you to his website? 
I didn't know this. Will dot I dot R. That's so self obsessed. Yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. Um. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, she was performing at the fucking Diamond Jubilee with Gary Barlow. She was popping. She was all over the shop, like. She was loved by the royals because she's the Prince's Trust ambassador. She got no beer or anything. She needs it. Did we talk about calling my name? That you know would also what? reminds me of that video of them coughs dancing under the bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> a wind tunnel. I literally think it's filmed in the same lo- location as them goths. And you know I don't, I'm not vibey with their call my name. Yeah. However, how do they like me We all know. But do we? Maybe you should do. Um, it's when she was lip syncing, guys. Did we ever watch Oh, she had her own documentary? Wait, what? Cheryl, Access All Areas. Oh my Christ, I don't I'd think I know that. ITV2, 2012. Didn't get that many views, like. Is that not a lot? But then Girls That I came back, didn't they, for a Ooh, little bit, with yes. something new. Which Love is that a tune, one. tune. Love that one. Tune, tune, Black and White Army, that's what I think. <laughs> <God. laughs> Makes me want to put said? this brown eel down immediately. <laughs> um, oh! The greatest dancer. Oh, there's some funny bits from that as well. See, she's still good now. She's still. But that's what makes me really sad, right? Because we lost Cheryl. We got her back, and we lost her again. We are. Because I know she's doing a two twenty two thing, right? Which I'm so excited for. But like Terry Cheryl, when she was on the Greatest Dancer, and they did two series of it, and she would dance on it, and she would chat on it. Why the fuck did that get cancelled? It was so good. I didn't watch. Oh. <laughs> Why? I just didn't care. Oh, it was really cool. I'm not for dancing shows, you know. Oh, see, that's fair enough. I am though. Mm. But if you don't like a dancing show, then I get you. But, but you used to be you used to be dancing queen, didn't you? Yeah, proper. Getting formation, we're doing Daz Samson. Exactly. So I do love dancing, but I just love that show, and I just need. I think I realise what I need, and it's Cheryl to be a TV judge again. Get her on Strictly if you have to. Just get her somewhere. I need that in my life. And then there's the one with Michael Schuster. Michael, that's not his name. What is it? I can't remember what his name. I don't know him as oh. much as she doesn't know him. So it's Matthew Morrison. And in the show... Mr. Schuster. Yeah, I've got them mixed up with that. <laughs> Completely. And then she goes... What are you talking about? Glee? They're talking about yes. Glee, aren't they? And his name's Mr. Schuster and Glee. And she goes, Mr. Schuster. No, Mr. Shoe, because that's what they call him for short. She goes, Mr. Shoe, like yeah. shoe in the foot. And he goes, no, as in Schuster. And she goes, Schuster. <laughs> Cheryl would love Glee. Love her. Um, as a member of Girls Without, Cheryl teamed up with Eye Lua, Lua, and released five sets of false eyelashes. I remember this. And she did charm bracelet for Bandora. I don't remember that. Uh, first edition of Broom through May A's. We've just been reading it. Well, looking at it, because it's basically all pictures. <laughs> Filled with pictures that capture those moments, her memories, and the people she's closest to. Can't wait to read it fully. Even though I'm a bit back in the times, I'm like, how many years later? 13 years later. And, and she released it. her debut fragrance, Stormflower. Storm now I don't remember it. Neither do I. But you know what the funny thing is, right? Just to give you some context. Do you know how I had my goth era, which was in 2010? Cheryl broke through that. That shows how much I love her. That I was rocking out a Slipknot on whoever else. And yet I was still a super But you had, to, you had to bring it in. Exactly. Well, Wax her. figure. 
Didn't you see that her wax figure's not there anymore? It's been melted. Look, the waxwork was removed from public display in <gasps> August 2019. The don't melt them, remember? I love the thought of it being like, right, put her on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just gone... But what? Why the fuck would you remove her? Get her back. That's absolutely. I'm raging. I'm gonna go about. I'm just always. I'm gonna punch the heads the, off all the The, the usual uh, pattern is you start off in London. They demote you to Blackpool and they take you off the <gasps> shelf. That makes sense. Because I'm Blackpool. <laughs> I have a picture with Cheryl in Blackpool. E. Which takes us back to today, where we. Uh, are going to see her soon. Can he wait? We've only got a little bit of time between from the show ending to go to see Paramore, but I also want to wait at the stage door for her. What we're going to do. Will she come out? Because there's been many Don't videos. Know. You see the one where someone put their flash on and she got the shot of her life. Yes. Yes, <laughs> She's not alright, is she? Nah. Do you know what it is? There's I heard so- you had stalker threats, that was why. There's someone at that stage door, like, you know, she's got the people around her. Yeah. I think she goes that stage and she's like, right, <laughs> you're going to get me from here to be here. Do you actually like, think? She's lovely when she's out there. Yeah. But she's like, get me in that fucking... I mean... <laughs> I don't blame her I was going to say, I, I probably would too. Yeah. But I'm really sad. But to be honest, we don't have to talk about it. If I just can see Cheryl... In the flesh, in like the right flesh, in front of you. And maybe give her a little wave, my life yeah. made. <laughs> Did you see the one as well where like... Uh, uh, the pushy manager was there but she was like she's travelled all the way from Israel yeah and like <laughs> and she said, goes, did you get a nice photo because okay. she was shouting at you exactly I think that shows me that she doesn't say to my manager take me from A to B because she wouldn't have done that <laughs> anyway how do you think you'd react though if you met her I'll tell you exactly what I would do I'd shit my pants right <laughs> would you hypothetical time I think I actually would <laughs> right <laughs> actual shit <laughs> right, actually, hypothetically, but actually, <laughs> if we're standing together, right, put yourselves in it, right? Yourselves? You're one person. Uh, am I drunk? <laughs> What's with this brown ale? It's not, I stopped drinking that in fucking ages ago. <laughs> if we're standing at the stage door, right, Cheryl comes out. I, bear in mind, I've loved her since yeah. 2002 when I was seven. I'm not, I've loved her for 20 years. I'm now Love 27. Love made you do it. Love made me do it. And she looks me down the eye and she goes, yeah, right, pet. And I just shit myself, right? Poo, and I mean poo. Poo. Right? But I don't... I don't... <laughs> right, I can't decide whether poo I... Poo, Remember that? <laughs> no. Huggies advert. What? There's a, there's a Huggies advert. And they said like... poo normally on it. That's a disgrace. <laughs> it's, it's a disgrace. Well, I'm acting dead classy when I'm <laughs> really explaining this hypothetical <laughs> way I shit myself. But anyway... <laughs> They're standing together, right? And I don't announce that I shit myself, but you could just smell it. And you're thinking, that's coming from Holly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What would Cheryl do? What would anybody do? Right, but like... <laughs> <laughs> what if I didn't realise, though. But in this situation, you I did. I did. If I you didn't realise, right. we'd scurry off together. Okay. And I'd tell you, Tyler, I fucking shit myself just there. You know, I need to get to a toilet. I'd disassociate, like. Would you? I'd pretend I didn't know you. That's really bad. You wouldn't support us. Absolutely not. I'd be out waddling because I've got shit. In that moment. Well, once she's gone, I would. But oh, like, right. If Cheryl not, was there. No, why she's there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd pretend I didn't know you. 
So I shout, Cheryl, I've shit me pants. <laughs> and she goes, this is why I tell him to get me right in that <laughs> car. <laughs> no, she comes out and she goes, it smells of shit. <laughs> <laughs> then points at me. <laughs> That's, That's what, what it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, there'd be no sympathy for me in that moment. Like, I'd be like, I'll wear man. <laughs> Get your shit together, quite literally. <laughs> would you still be my friend? Or would you think, you know what, That's that was the last straw. That was the <laughs> shit that brought the camels back. <laughs> would you? Yeah. But after Cheryl was far, far away. Once she's gone. <laughs> Once she's gone. But if I'm like hanging on your arm going, Taylor, I need help and shit myself. But you just shrug us off like a dog. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if you mentioned my name, <laughs> I'd be damn then. <laughs> I'd be waiting now, like, this is my moment, Martin McCutcheon. Can yeah. you get a picture and you go, I'm shit myself. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. after the stage door I think even just seeing that there are we in the gods though we are in the gods we are we? like but that's funny yeah I just hope I can say that we will we should stop talking like this because I feel like I'm going to get a letter from Cheryl's management saying you're not welcome you <laughs> said you're going to shit yourself <laughs> in front of her you keep laughing out about how you want to see her in the flesh <laughs> we're not the stalker fans right we, we just love her just love her and <laughs> we we're scared of our bowel movements if we were in our presence. <laughs> that's that's the level of love. Yeah, but shit myself, Cheryl, don't worry if you're listening to <laughs> it. I'll keep it together. Oh my god, do you ever think anyone's actually shit themselves in front no. <laughs> Nobody's ever oh shit themselves in front of her. Do you think anyone's actually ever done that? Not a fan. She had a baby. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like as a fan, As a of fan one, I'm so excited to shit. I don't think any fans ever actually shit themselves in front of. Do you actually think that would have happened to someone with pure like with somebody excitement? Some yes. Oh, that sounds horrible. Imagine. I reckon that'd actually be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you say? I know, right? Because I've got this big thing which we've talked about before on the people we've met episode, where you want to act cool. Because you don't want to come across like, oh my god, I love you, like a stalker where they don't want to talk to you. Obviously, you're not a stalker, but even just like an overly the top fan. But you also don't want to come across as if you don't actually like them and you're just there because they're famous. You want to be like, I actually do like mm-hmm. you, I'm a huge fan. Without being like, oh my god, I've loved you since 2002. Yeah. You've got to get the balance. Yeah, and how? And I don't think it's possible. But I think that is it. Like, I'm genuinely a huge fan. That's what I mean. Like, what, you just say that? <laughs> you have to give evidence then. How the fuck do you do that? Get up the Cheryl episode. Don't listen to it. <laughs> I might have said I would shit myself in front of you, but like I, I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh. What you do, you just go, I'm a big fan of you because I know, and then something incredibly I was going to say, I remember once, I watched a Katy Perry documentary, back way back in the day, and she met this little lad who was like, oh, I'm a big fan, and... He was literally like tiny, he was about seven or eight. And she was like, oh, thanks, give him a hug. And then he went, she went, what's your favourite song? And he went, Pearl, which I've never heard of. 
and she was like, oh my God, you actually are a fan. You know Pearl. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should do that. You need to do that. But what Cheryl Deep Cut do That actually know? is a Cheryl Deep Cut that I'm obsessed with, which I might have to get you to play after this. It's called Heaven. It's on Three Words album. You... I've never played it in front of you. Well then let's listen. So I'll be like, I just love Heaven and Rain On Me from album three. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande ripped her off. It actually Shocking. sounds nothing like it. It's just that's your title. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Cheryl, we love you, and that was our podcast in dedication. Yep. In memoriam. In memoriam. <laughs> what are you saying? In memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> in memoriam of a music career, for all being really honest. Where is she? I don't know. Come right, on. Isn't it sad to think that we're going to live in a world where like all of our idols are going to die? So we're going to wrap up the Cheryl episode, but we'll have a new segment. Are we going to announce that or just go for it? No, let's do it. Oh, no, we'll have to explain That's it for Cheryl, and I'd like to thank... <laughs> Who would you like to thank? I'd like to thank Javine the Slag, Rich32, and Joe McKeldry. Nice. Um, we should explain why we're doing that. Um, there's an amazing compilation of Scylla Black at the end of Surprise Surprise that's going around on Twitter and she just comes on and she's like, I'd like to thank Engelbert Humperdinck, the cast of Gladiators and Shawaddy Waddy. And the Harrier. And it's usually just it's the most ridiculous list of like early 2000s people and it's incredible. So do you not like the way I've done it then? Or would you rather I kind of like when they're all delight. Random though, but then they wouldn't make sense of the episode. I'd like to thank... One true voice. That's <laughs> better. Um, uh, it's not really It's cool. hard. It's really hard. Mark Owen. <laughs> I'd like to thank One True Voice, Take That, and the cast of 222 A Ghost Story. That's better. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that might become a thing. It might not. Who knows? But um, yeah, we're done. Bye. Bye.